Welcome to episode 25 of Lakeshore Christian, Christian Church's Midweek Podcast. I'm Pastor Randy Cordell. We're coming to you live from our studio at our Antioch campus here in beautiful Nashville, Tennessee. Each week on the podcast, we plan to talk about all things Lakeshore and also update you on things in the community. We often will have guests that we interview, and uh, you get to find out more about different projects, ministries, different uh, activities going on in the area. I want to encourage you, if you haven't already done so, to subscribe to the podcast. You might want to hit that notification bell as well so that you get notified when we post a new one. We come to you live on Wednesdays at noon, but of course, if you miss it live, you can go back and catch that on most popular podcast platforms available. My guest today is Melissa Thomas, the Executive Director of the Branch of Nashville. Welcome, Melissa. Thank you. It's great to be here. Well, I'd like to start out by having you tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you're from, those kinds of things. Okay. Before I came to Nashville, I lived all over the Southeast because my dad was a pastor. Yeah. But we came, my husband and I came to Nashville in 91, and so this is home, and we've raised five children here. We have six now, but that's, you know, anyway, so that's who I am, and all of that prepared me for what I do today. Yeah, that's great. We actually came in 91 as well, so... Uh, good timing there. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I know that uh, when you came to Nashville, w- was it with a job or was it uh, what was it that brought you to Nashville? Well, my husband came to become uh, to be a minister on staff at Lighthouse Christian Fellowship. Right. And I was at home raising a bunch of babies. Yeah, that's great. Well, I know that uh, one reason we have you on today is because of your work with the branch and the uh, Wanted to find out a little bit more. Uh, I know a lot about the branch, having been connected to it for several years now. But uh, for our listeners' sake, tell us a little bit about how the branch got started, what led to this ministry getting started. Okay, so not unlike a lot of other nonprofits that are in the community these days, the flood in 2010 is what propelled us into this work in the community. And so, uh, and, and I remember back in those days when we all rose up, uh, Lakeshore and churches and other organizations in this community to do Southeast Nashville flood recovery. Uh, we were working and working in homes and seeing need that was deeper than just what was out and uh, sitting on the side of the curb after a, a disaster. And so when that recovery was done in 2012, we were already praying and wondering what was next and felt like that the synergy that we had of, of community together and, and churches should come together to do more. And we reached out to Second Harvest Food Bank and asked if they needed a food pantry. They said, we absolutely need a good food pantry yeah. in Southeast Nashville. So the branch, we became the branch in 2013, April 2013. Okay. Yeah, I remember those days uh, trying to respond to the flood. It was uh, amazing and i know it was the work of god how many in the community just banded together and and responded to that but like like you said you began to see as you work with these families from the flood uh, the long-term effects not only of the flood but of of other challenges that families faced uh, and the need for a a food pantry and and all of that I, i know it started uh, pretty much as a response as a food pantry, but I know it's developed more over the years since yes. then. Uh, so tell us a little bit about uh, what services the branch offers now and, and some of the direction that you're going. Okay. Yeah. So the branch, when we opened to to serve people with food needs, we pretty quickly after opening began to realize that there was a real need in our community to also 
offer English language learning. And God has blessed this Southeast Nashville community with such beautiful, diverse people from all over the world. And we're very thankful for that. But in order to help a person move into a place where they can take care of themselves and their families and buy their own food, uh, very important to have the English language learning. So we do that. Uh, now we are helping senior adults, and in a pretty large number, we'll have 400 to 500 a month who will come to us for food assistance. And so that's been an incredible opportunity. And uh, we've actually got a couple of uh, Lakeshore uh, oldies that you guys had that were on staff that are now working for us doing those very things. Some very great work going on right now. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I know the uh, English language learning has been huge when uh, so many people in this community have come from other places where English was not their native language. And just to, if they've got kids dealing with the schools and dealing with uh, job opportunities and things like that, if they can learn that as quickly as possible, if they can get a good handle on that, it can change their opportunities there in a very positive way, can it? Absolutely. And we, and there are lots of stories of people that have come and they've gone, they've been in the English program for years. In fact, we have two staff members who started out in our English program as students and now have become staff members with us. And so as they work harder at that, and, and of course, that's a very difficult thing to do while you're working two jobs, you know, yeah. to learn in another language on top of that. So we admire these people. They're very strong and heroic. Yeah, some great stories there. I've heard some of those stories and testimonies of coming to the branch for the first time and how their lives have been positively impacted by mm-hmm the ministry of the branch there. So we're so grateful for the work that you're doing there. Um, Tell us a little bit about on the food side, uh, where do you get the food? How does that work? Uh, Can people donate? And and what what are the options that you have there? Okay, so every way that you can imagine to get food, we do. Uh, one One of the primary ways that we do that is with Second Harvest Food Bank. So we're a partner of theirs and we Uh, get food from them on a weekly basis. And then we also are getting, picking up food from other places like Kroger and Publix and Aldi and uh, places that Second Harvest helps to bridge gaps to and uh, receive food from. And we also have a pretty, we've been very blessed because we're very close to the Amazon Flex Warehouse. And it's the only warehouse in Nashville that provides food when you order food from their website. Uh Uh-huh. Um, so because we're so close to them, we get leftover. That's uh-huh. not really the best term for it, but we get food from them, uh-huh. and it's incredible food. And uh, so it yeah. has really uh, changed what we're allowed to, what we're able to put in a food cart. So we'll right. send you know seventy five, eighty pounds of food out in yeah. a food cart to a family to support them for a week and it's just it's a wonderful thing but we also do food drives so now that you know COVID is kind of a little bit in our rearview mirror right we're uh we hope it gets further yes yes we're back to telling people yes bring bring food items to your church or to your business and help us especially to make emergency food boxes because uh our system requires you to sign up for an appointment to get food, but you could just drive up if you're not able to get an appointment mm-hmm. and get an emergency food box from us, and we're seeing that demand increase. Okay, yeah, I was going to ask a little bit more about that process. If any of our listeners, if, if there's somebody they know or themselves need some uh, help with food, what would be the normal process they would go through to get some help there? So yeah. uh, what you would do is go to the branchofnashville.org 
and you would see, uh, click on there, it'll ask, do you need food? We also have that website available in three languages, so you can uh, navigate more easily. And so go there to to make an appointment for food. Now, I'm going to tell you that often you'll open that appointment uh, calendar up, and you'll see it booked out three weeks at a time. So if you hit a snag, email info at thebranchofnashville.org and ask for someone to contact you and help you. And uh, that's how you set up a food appointment. You can come to us once a month. If you are in in an emergent situation, you can drive up and we will try to help you with a food box. Yeah, I know you you don't want to turn anybody away if you can help it. You try to help everybody that that comes. And we appreciate that heart and that spirit that you have there. Well, on the English learning side, I know that you have classes on a regular basis. Tell us a little bit about, if they're interested in that, how would they approach that to get signed up and involved with that? So the same is the case there. Go to thebranchofnashville.org, and you can see where to uh, access all the information about the English classes. And then if you need further information, perhaps, well, English is probably a struggle to some level for you, you can always email um, ESL at the branch of org, and get additional information that's more personalized to what your needs are. And you'll be able to see there the class schedules and the costs and all of that and, um, and, and get what you need in that spot. Yeah. I know in the class schedules, you've tried to work it out so that, uh, people have some options there. So what, what times are classes being offered generally? So we have classes every day, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and they're in the daytime, but we also have uh, evening classes as well because we've tried to make a a variation, as you mentioned, of options so that people have something to choose from. If you can't find what you're looking for there, reach out to us and we will help connect you to another organization who is offering classes as well so that you can find the right fit for your schedule. Yeah, it's always best to have several options there for work Mm -hmm. schedules and travel and all that that they have to work out to be there. So, But uh, that's a great service to offer and I know you've got some great teachers there. I've heard, I've gotten good feedback from people that have gone there. And uh, one of the things I really love the most, uh, we have it here at Lakeshore too, because we're such a diverse church and people from all over the world here, is how the kids oftentimes will be the interpreters and the helpers yeah. for the adults that are coming yeah. in. Yeah. You can o- yeah. you only wonder how, how, do they get tired of that or do they right. just grow up and that's their life and they don't yeah. think anything different of it. But yeah, they're certainly very, very valuable to their parents and yeah. helping them understand what's going on. Absolutely. Uh, And we get some people uh, at our church that uh, as they're learning English, uh, you know, I only preach in English. I don't know any other languages. (laughs) I don't do a great job with English sometimes. But uh, the kids are sitting there interpreting a lot of times Mm -hmm. while I'm preaching and teaching. And I love seeing that. But then you can see when the parents, when the adults start getting it more, too, and really mm-hmm. are, they're listening and understanding more. It's like a light begins to come mm-hmm. on, and it just opens up a whole new world for them in a lot of ways. And I know it does at the branch. It does. And, you know, you learn as you're, as you're working with people who, for whom English is not their first language, you learn to appreciate even yourself as you're trying to communicate a few things and maybe you're trying to use some uh, words in Espanol, and you feel a little nervous. It helps you to understand some of what they feel as they're right. trying to communicate with us. And so we just all need to work together and yeah. and and plow in and try to understand what each other are saying. Yeah, I, I know that feeling as I've traveled to other countries to, to teach and preach sometimes on mission trips and short-term trips like that. 
Uh, I'm not there long enough to really learn the language well, but I always try to pick up some phrases and something new that I didn't know before, but I'm so nervous to say it out loud in front of everybody. And that's what they're going through. They're trying to learn these phrases, and they're so scared they're going to get it wrong sometimes. Yes, Uh, They're very nervous about it. So having those classes to build their confidence, Mm -hmm. too, as they learn these things is huge. Mm -hmm. So it just it's a transforming experience. Well, I know that uh, as we are thinking about uh, people helping, uh, people coming there for help. But then there's the other side too. If people are listening today and they would like to help out in some way, what are some of the best first steps they could take to to come and help out at the branch? You can open up again the website, thebranchofnashville.org, and you can see lots of volunteer opportunities. Probably the very first and easiest way to volunteer is by stepping into a, a pantry shift. And we are open Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday from 10 to 2 with opportunities in those time frames. There are also some opportunities after 2 o'clock in the afternoon for um, others as well. That's probably the best way to get in. And then there are opportunities with the English classes. You can become conversation partners. We also are looking for churches or organizations who will step up to take on a Monday evening and provide a meal to the English students who come straight from work and they come to their English classes. So there's lots of ways. And then if you don't find what you're looking for, email us and we'll dig in with you and try to find something that fits your skill set. Yeah, I love that. We we do that here at Lakeshore. We always tell them, start with one thing and Mm -hmm. try it. If that's not the right fit, we'll help you find something else. That's right. So That's right. I love that you've got some some great volunteers there, great staff, uh, paid staff and volunteers working together right. to help make it all work. Uh, if you want to, uh, if you were trying to help people understand the value of this ministry, just generally speaking, uh, the listeners today, uh, share maybe just an example or a story of, uh, you've got so many I know, it's hard to pick just one or two, but a story of the, the transforming power of what's happening at the branch there. I, I recently sat next to a, a young lady at an event, and it was an English event where we weren't doing anything but playing Uno with each other. Uh, and so it was a great learning experience for them and, and for us. And as I was talking to her, she was mentioning to me that she's been here about 12 years. She was an, an English learner, and she's in our classes. And uh, But her English, she you know, she's piecing her words together, but she and I are able to communicate pretty well. In that conversation, she tells me that tomorrow her husband is divorcing her and that she has two small children. And then she tells me that she she's making somewhere around $10, $11 an hour uh, working in child care and that she's got to find an apartment. Immediately, I knew, and, and this is still, of course, an ongoing situation, but I knew there are ways that we can help this lady and we can assist her family with food, but we also can do other things that are more meaningful. Perhaps we can connect her to a better job. Yeah. Uh, pretty quickly, you know that you can probably find something that where you can make more than 10 or $11 an hour. So this lady is, and even recently, I was talking to someone yesterday who was telling me that she met with her and she was crying because she's trying to figure out how to do all of the things that she needs to do with her two children. We walk beside people, and in, in that space, you know, we're able to show the love of God. And he sees each one of us. And so to be able to be with someone and show them that that God sees them, that's very that's very much the importance of the work that we do at the branch. It is. And I, I'm glad you brought that up because uh, as a church, uh, most of our listeners are going to be people who who see the value of 
the the being the hands and feet of Jesus to the people that are coming and yeah. and and I know that they find that there they mm-hmm. they feel it they sense it uh, even when they don't understand the language mm-hmm. they they can feel that from the people uh, there sure. at the branch and uh, that's that's really the greatest hunger uh, is the hunger of the human soul mm-hmm. uh, needing that relationship with the Father and and through His Son Jesus it's made possible and so the branch is one of those connecting points mm-hmm. uh, and it's one of the most effective connecting points because you're meeting people right. And, and the crux of their need that they're dealing with right then. That's right. And you know, one of the primary things that people at the branch tell us that they're looking for is community. Yeah. So, you know, we're all over here thinking, oh, I'm giving them this and I'm giving them that. And what they're really wanting is relationship. Yeah, they're wanting you, mm-hmm. uh, that, that, that interaction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that's great. Well, we appreciate all that the branch is doing. Uh, I know that uh, I'm sure COVID affected uh, what you could and couldn't do, and it's getting better now. But do you see, uh, I'm sure I know the answer to this, are the numbers increasing uh, that are coming to you significantly recently? Yes, the numbers are increasing. And we we were all hopeful, you know, as COVID was becoming less um, of the headline, although it's been a headline for a while, that that it was going to get better. But what we're seeing now because of inflation is that nothing is changing and the need is going up. So it just demands that we all are, you know, watching, looking around and figuring out how we can be a part of the solutions and work with our neighbors to figure out what that looks like. Yeah, it it makes sense because just with the inflation side of things, if you're already on the edge of feeding your family and taking care of those needs, just groceries on average have increased 20 to 30 percent for a lot of the things you get regularly. That that impacts everybody, but especially the people that are just kind of on the edge there. Yes. And maybe they didn't need help before, but it's hitting them now. Absolutely. And a person in poverty, when they when they take a hit that is significant like COVID, it, it knocks them down for so much longer than it might someone else who is um, a little more, has a little more foundational, yeah. you know, financial support. Yeah, the recovery is harder for sure. Yes, much. It is. Well, we may also have some listeners that are thinking about, well, I'd like to maybe volunteer, but maybe donate uh, money or, or mm-hmm. as well. So if there if there's a, a church or a business or an individual that would like to help out financially, what's the best uh, step for them to take? So, all, again, go to the website, thebranchofnashville.org, and know that we can take your dollar and we can multiply it in ways that you might not be able to. You could go and buy a bag of rice at the store right. for a dollar, but we can take your dollar and probably turn that into 10 pounds of food. Yeah. So a cart of food will cost us $13. And so your donations are multiplied and just are going right to the tables of people in our community. Yeah, I, I like that you brought that up because I know some people feel like, well, I can go buy some groceries and take them up there. Mm-hmm. And they can, and that's a good thing. But like you said, because of the connections with the, you have with the food sources, you can get more for the same dollar. And uh, that's a, maybe a, a better stewardship way to do it a lot of times. Yeah. 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 So if you're listening and you'd like to help out with that, visit the website. And I'm sure you could always email and call as well if you have specific questions that you can't find the answers to there. Uh, Melissa, thank you so much for joining us thank today. You. It's, it's great to honor. have you. Well, before we go today, I want to update everyone on some of the exciting activities and programs coming up here at Lakeshore. Uh, We're about to celebrate Thanksgiving, right? And then right in after that, we're going into the Christmas season. We always try to do some special outreaches during this time. We're always trying to reach out and and bless people. But uh, during Thanksgiving and Christmas, we've got a couple of things happening. We have 
Uh, Ornament drives at both campuses. At the Smyrna campus, they partnered with Smyrna Elementary School for the Eagle Tree Stocking Drive. So if you haven't already gotten an ornament, uh, taken an or- ornament there to help out some families they've identified through the elementary school, there's still time for you to do that. That was in the lobby there at uh, Smyrna campus. At the Antioch campus, we're partnering with Youth for Christ, and we've got a tree out with ornaments there. They've identified some middle and high school students through their program whose families need some help for Christmas. We've had a lot of people already take ornaments at both campuses, but if you haven't yet, there's still some available. And maybe this Sunday you can look at those and, and take one. If you, you're in a position where you could help out a family, it's a great way to bless them during this holiday season. Uh, we also, in connection with that, Youth for Christ, as we get the gifts uh, ready to be given out to those families, they're having some wrapping parties. Uh, when I saw a wrapping party, I thought maybe it was, you know, learning to wrap. But no, this is wrapping presents. I, I'm not a good wrapper. I've tried it. But uh, the, you could help out. They've got several times you could do this at the Smyrna campus. It'll be Sunday, December the 4th from 6 to 8. You can help them wrap gifts there. At the Antioch campus, it'll be Wednesday, December the 7th from 6 to 8. And then there's another way you could help. You can help wrap those gifts, but then on Saturday, December the 17th, you can meet here at the Antioch campus where they're going to be delivering those gifts. They need a lot of drivers who can come with their vehicles and deliver the gifts that have been wrapped and made ready to take to those families. And I've got to tell you, when you actually go deliver those gifts that you've helped provide or help wrap or just help get it to those people, you get to experience it blesses you as much as it's going to bless those families who are going to be helped out there. So if you can help out on any of those dates, if you need more information, again, you can uh, call us or email us, follow us on social media. We put those things out there on social media as well. We today had an exciting thing happen here at the Antioch campus. We partnered with Thrift Smart here in the national community uh, thrift store here that they, they do a lot of good work and they have a lot of partnerships that they work with. And we love being a partner with them. They came and set us up a clothing donation bin, and we've done one before out in the parking lot, but we decided it was better uh, for our campus to do it inside. So they brought one of their donation bins, brought it inside into our cafe area, so you can bring clothing donations to this campus on Sundays. You can also bring them during the week, but call ahead, make sure somebody's here to let you in and get you Uh, donations into the bin there but we're happy to have it in-house now uh, and i want us to fill that up on a regular basis they'll be checking and uh, coming to pick those donations up Uh, the clothes that you donate uh, help fund the ministries that they support and they help provide jobs at the store they help out families that need to to buy clothes and a lot of people just love thrifting they love just going to shop there so you're helping to provide for that so bring those clothing donations anytime here to the antioch campus We have another event coming up for our high schoolers. It's the TCTC Tennessee Christian Teen Convention. It's going to be January the 6th through the 8th. You need to register for that ahead of time for your high schoolers. Uh, You can click on the graphic on our website at lakeshorechristian.com. It'll take you to that registration form. Or you can go to the kiosk at either campus out in the lobby there and get registered there. This Sunday, November the 27th, we're going to be concluding our message series called The Quest. It's the quest for financial health that honors God. Each week we've been talking about principles from God's Word and how we can apply those principles so that we can be healthier financially and then make the impact that God wants us to make. We've looked at week one. We talked about the three road signs along the way that God owns it all, God's generous, and God can be trusted. The next week we talked about the fact that there's a dragon on this quest that you got to do battle with. It's the debt dragon, and we looked at principles on how to slay that dragon. Uh, Then we talked about how 
we we are on this journey, on this quest, and you've got to decide what are you going to have in your wagon along the way? What are you going to take and what are you going to leave behind? A lot of times we're carrying a lot of baggage we don't need to carry, and we need to lay that aside, but really make sure we put the right things in the wagon on this quest so that we can become financially healthy. Last week we discussed how uh, the wise men came to bring gifts to Jesus, and we don't call them wise men for nothing. They connected their giving with worship. They came to worship this child, and giving is a part of how we worship and honor God. This week we're going to conclude with the statement, a Yoda you should be. Uh, Yoda, if you know the Star Wars series, is that teacher who passes along that wisdom. He's 900 years old, and you pass along that wisdom that you got in 900 years to the generations coming behind you. And, of course, with all the prequels and sequels and all of that, baby Yoda was introduced. So you got to see him from the time he was young to the time he was 900 years old and all the wisdom that he accumulated. We're going to be talking about the importance of passing along godly teaching, godly wisdom, to our children and to other uh, families' children's, the children that we have the opportunity to influence through the church and to those that we have contact with uh, in the community. We want you to know that the Scripture is full of instruction that for parents, for older adults, one of the greatest privileges we have and responsibilities we have is to pass along the wisdom of God's Word to those coming behind us. And God can use you to be a big part of that. So I hope you'll join us this week. Uh, tomorrow is Thanksgiving, and it seems like it just came so quick for me this year. Maybe it did for you, too. Uh, we want to wish all of you a safe and happy Thanksgiving. And I want to share what is a traditional Thanksgiving psalm uh, before we close today from Psalm 100. Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Know that the Lord is God. It is he who made us, and we are his. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. Enter, enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name, for the Lord is good. His love endures forever. His faithfulness continues through all generations. I hope you have a, a happy, safe Thanksgiving celebration. Remember how much we have to be grateful for, to be thankful for, as God has poured out his blessings into our lives. We encourage you to invite family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers to join us as we continue to connect, grow, and serve here at Lakeshore Christian Church. Thanks for joining us on the podcast today.